This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. I'm Trevor Ontiveros from Yahoo Finance. This podcast is supported by TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade's learning experience is curated from their vast library of exclusive content and customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. Get started at tdameritrade.com slash education. Once again, that's tdameritrade.com slash education. Black Friday sales, consumer confidence, what to know in the week ahead. This week will be holiday-shortened as investors take off Thursday and part of Friday in observance of the Thanksgiving holiday in the U.S. The New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ will each close all day on Thursday and trading will end early at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. Bond trading is also set to close early at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. While investors take a pause, retail companies are gearing up for what in typical years tends to be one of their busiest weeks. But this year, the throngs of holiday shoppers that usually take to stores across the country on Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday are expected to clear this year as the pandemic pushes consumers onto their phones and laptops rather than to storefronts. A number of major retailers pre-announced that they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day in a move both to help mitigate crowds and promote social distancing and to give associates who have been working in person throughout the pandemic a day off. Stores including Target, Walmart, Best Buy, Home Depot, Lowe's, Macy's, and JCPenney announced Thanksgiving Day closures, marking a departure from prior years when retailers scrambled to offer earlier and earlier opening hours to compete for deals-hungry customers. Still, many of these retailers have already begun offering Black Friday-type discounts in stores and online, starting in late October and earlier this month. That's expected to more than make up for the one-day closures by helping retailers capitalize on resilient consumer demand for goods during the pandemic. We have altered our promotional cadence to avoid events that typically cause crowds, Target CEO Brian Cornell said during the company's third-quarter earnings call last week. Rather than concentrating holiday deals around Thanksgiving and Black Friday, we've spread our Black Friday offers throughout the entire month of November with weekly promotions spread across different categories throughout the month. The company also added over 1,000 mobile checkout devices across its fleet of stores and offered more items eligible for same-day pickup. Other retailers are also taking on more efforts to help with shoppers' safety. Best Buy is offering additional order pickup locations at UPS stores 
and CVS pharmacies and providing extended curbside pickup hours throughout the holidays. The additional week's worth of sales is also poised to help redirect traffic to companies' websites and push digital sales up even further. Digital comparable sales at Target surged 155% in the third quarter ending in October, and those at Walmart grew 79%. And e-commerce sales at retailers across the U.S. jumped nearly 30% in October this year from the same month last year in a testament to the shop-by-click frenzy the pandemic has helped accelerate. Digitally focused companies outside of the U.S. that took a pull-forward approach to their own holiday sales strategy this year have so far reaped the benefits. Chinese e-commerce company Alibaba posted sales for its Singles Day event that doubled over last year to a record high as the company started offering discounts at the beginning of the month rather than on the typical day of celebration on November 11th alone. Executives at Walmart, the country's largest retailer, on their third quarter earnings call last week also underscored their expectation that the holiday shopping season would hold up strongly despite the pandemic. This holiday season will obviously be unique, Walmart CEO Doug McMillan said. While many family gatherings may be smaller, we do believe families want to decorate, celebrate, and enjoy food and gifts. They want a sense of normalcy. Still, however, some risks remain for the holiday shopping season, especially as new coronavirus cases and hospitalizations have recently surged to record levels in the U.S. Goldman Sachs found in a recent poll that just over half of 1,000 consumers they surveyed said they plan to spend less this holiday season than in years past. Consumer Confidence This week, the conference board's November Consumer Confidence Index is also set to be closely watched in light of the resurgence of coronavirus cases in the U.S. and newly reimposed restrictions on business activities. States across the country have added curfews, stay-in-place advisories, and mask-wearing mandates hoping to curb the spread of the coronavirus that has so far taken the lives of more than 255,000 Americans and sickened more than 12 million. New cases have averaged more than 168,000 per day over the past week in the U.S., worsening even from the levels seen in April when the virus first raced across major metropolitan areas. Amid these concerns, economists anticipate the Conference Board's headline confidence index to edge lower to 97.9 in November from 100.9 in October, according to Bloomberg consensus data. A weakening reading may indicate consumers with less of a propensity to spend, thereby further anchoring economic activity and softening the economic recovery that had tentatively been underway this summer. Throughout 2019, the Consumer Confidence Index had averaged at nearly 130 per month. Still, the past couple weeks have also seen Pfizer and Moderna come out with much better-than-expected efficacy data, for their COVID-19 vaccine candidates, giving consumers reason to hold out hope for a better 2021. It will be interesting to see if COVID is prompting concern amongst households or whether new equity market highs and positive vaccine developments can offset that. James Knightley, chief international economist for ING, said in a note Friday, The election outcome could also play its part, particularly regionally. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Want to 
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 